you're listening to the Multifaceted Mama podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Collins. Hey, you guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Multifaceted Mama podcast. So you might have noticed if you subscribe to the podcast that last week I did not have an episode and that is because I literally just spaced on scheduling something and um, if you follow me on social media, you know that right now we are in the process of moving from the DFW area to Houston. So we are buying a home, selling a home moving to a rental, then moving in with my parents, and it's like a whole whirlwind. So obviously moving is a thing within itself, but we have multiple transitions going on at once, and I'm also transitioning my practice back to Houston. So it's it's just been a whirlwind on the personal side. So forgive me for forgetting about that episode next week and um, for the rest of the month. So right now I'm recording this on June second and we'll be posting this episode today um there will be consistent episodes throughout the rest of june and then in july i'm actually taking a little sabbatical to help us get settled in houston so i won't be working in my practice seeing patients until likely the end of the month but then also i want to give myself a little breathing room with creating episodes as well so i can truly kind of take a little um, break from doing any productivity, um, work, practice, podcast type things. So I will um, take a little break then. And of course, well, I'm giving you guys the heads up now. So y'all don't think I just fell off the earth and ghosted y'all again. So I think I'm going to take that break and we'll start up with season two, um, hopefully in August. You guys definitely um, can subscribe to my list and also subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And I will keep y'all updated on the details. And on that note, this week's episode is all about my favorite mental health resources right now. So with moving, I realized over the years that moving is personally triggering for me because of um, just some childhood things and upbringing things. But I also know that moving in general is like a big transition for everybody. So just kind of coupling those things together. It's a time that I have found it's really important to me to kind of double down on keeping my mental health in a good place and making sure I go the extra mile with my self-care to just support my body and support my mind and uh, spirit throughout the transition. So I thought this week would be a good opportunity to share my four favorite mental health resources that I'm utilizing right now. And also I wanted to share a little bit of my own personal story about getting into therapy and why I started therapy and how that all um, began for me and some of the changes that I've seen in my life as a result of um, being in therapy over the past few years. 
So if you are considering therapy, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. If you are looking for some additional tools to utilize um, in whatever season that you're in to support your mental health, I hope you find these tools useful. And as always, I will be tagging things in the show notes and including those journal prompts for you guys to reflect on the things that I share today. So the first resource I'm going to share is another podcast, and the name of that podcast is Therapy for Black Girls. So it's a podcast by Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, who is a psychologist out of Atlanta. So she has her podcast and some other um, resources that are kind of surrounding that podcast, if you will. So um, like a Facebook group and newsletter, and of course her website. And her website has a directory that is actually the place that I found my own personal therapist. So the podcast, Therapy for Black Girls, it talks about various mental health issues and has a focus on things that are particularly relevant and pertinent to black women as it relates to mental health. So I started listening to the podcast a few years ago um, after hearing um, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford on Myleek Teal's podcast. And I was just really intrigued by what she was doing. And I became an avid listener of her podcast after that. And I found out about the directory and I used that as a tool when I wanted to find my own therapist. So I started therapy in 2018 and it was after listening to some of her episodes and just kind of warming up to the idea of therapy that I decided to jump in and go for it. Um, I specifically like the podcast because it talks about different issues um, that are relevant to current events, also just cultural things that we deal with as it relates to um, racism and how that affects our mental health. And there are also some fun things in there. She has a little thing that she does about um, like TV characters and she talks about like what the sessions would be like if she were to have a certain character. So if you're like an insecure fan, one of my favorite ones um, was where she had Molly on the couch and she just talked through some of the dynamics that you see with this fictional character on TV and Molly's relationship with Issa. So it kind of draws in some of that pop culture stuff um, and makes learning about relationships and mental health really kind of fun, if you will, because I know sometimes that can feel like maybe like a heavy topic or, um, you know, there's a lot of mental and emotional work that goes into being in therapy and a lot of the issues that we all deal with surrounding our mental health. So I think that, I think it's cool the way that she makes it fun and also educational and relatable. Um, she talks about those current events and there's just this feeling of, being seen and being like, okay, these are things that other people deal with, especially um, specifically within the black community that a lot of us were not raised in an environment where we had that awareness and conversations around mental health and a lot of the 
habits and a lot of the trauma and things that we deal with have been things that are passed down because our families, parents, grandparents, and ancestors obviously dealt with a lot and and a, a lot of ways were in survival mode. So I think it's really cool how um, you know, she's spreading awareness and educating us and um, just making that healing process, um, the reality of the traumas that we have all been affected by and deal with, just bringing it to light. Um, so I really love listening to her podcast. And like I mentioned, I used her directory to find my therapist because I knew that I wanted to have a black woman therapist because of some of the family dynamics that are unique to um, our culture as black people that I wanted to really deal with. And again, just a lot of this stuff going on in our world. I know it's been just a crazy few years when it comes to all the topics in the news surrounding um, police brutality and um, voting and um you know, the George Floyd related uprisings in 2020, um, the pandemic and the way that it's affected us that I just knew I wanted to have somebody who was not only culturally competent, but also could really understand um, where I was coming from, from a real life perspective, in addition to that psychological perspective. So when I found the right match, I started, like I mentioned, in 2018, I think it was around the springtime, and my main reason for wanting to start was that I knew that we were going to start trying to conceive around um, the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, and family dynamics are really tricky for me. I have a lot of difficult things that I've been working through specifically around like motherhood and mothering and thinking about what kind of mother I wanted to be and um, just preparing myself mentally and emotionally for that journey. And I did, I have made a lot of progress as it relates to that, but also there are so many things that I've been able to work through and um, deal with and improve. And over the years, I can see how I've gained tools that help me really think through what I might be going through at the time, help me get a hold of my thoughts and process where some of my fears and anxieties are coming from. Um, I've been able to reflect on experiences throughout my life and my childhood and see how they have um, molded and informed my behavior as an adult a lot of times in unhealthy ways so on top of just the parenting and mothering thing um, I really have just grown so much not only as now a new mother but also um, an entrepreneur as a wife as an individual so being in therapy has really had a positive impact on so many different facets of my life. So if you are considering that, if you're a black woman, definitely check out Therapy for Black Girls. And um, if not, and you're still looking, you can absolutely look in that directory. And there are a lot of wonderful um, 
black therapist but if you're just looking generally and you don't have any specific needs as it relates to your therapist um like racial or ethnic background or anything like that another great um resource that i recently learned about is mentalhealthmatch.com so i'll like i mentioned add everything into the show notes so you guys can check those out so that is the number one favorite resource of mine and a little bit of my personal story behind um my experience with therapy the second tool that i'm using that i think is a great segue is my her therapy space journal So Her Therapy Space is actually a private um, therapy practice in the D.C. area, but the founder of the um, practice actually has a journal called Her Therapy Journal, and it's designed to be a companion to your therapy process. So there's question prompts and affirmations and free write spaces and really beautiful illustrations too it's honestly beyond just the content of the journal itself I'm like a journal lover and it's one of the most beautiful journals that I've ever owned just like the quality of it and um the illustrations and the colors it's just awesome and I love it and um beyond the fact that I love using it because it is so well made and beautiful using those um, prompts and the questions and just having like a home for my notes from therapy have been really helpful for me because something that I've learned over the years is how beneficial it is not only to um, you know sit in those sessions but also take notes and do my homework and reflect on some of the things that come up during my sessions and it really helps to propel my growth and make sure that investment in my therapy sessions is going um, as far as possible in terms of me being able to actually chew on all of the things that came up and reflect and get things out on paper and then look back and see, you know, not only the progress that I've made, but just continue to process. So I purchased the journal, I want to say over the holidays in 2020. And like I said, it's one of my favorites. And um, if I mean, obviously, you guys are listening to the podcast, so you probably already know that I have journal prompts as um, a part of my show notes. And honestly, this journal was an inspiration for me to keep up with that because I found so much value in reflecting on the things that I'm learning and really getting those thoughts and emotions out on paper. The third thing that I'm really loving right now is the Shine app. So I've talked in the past about different mental health apps. So I've talked about Expectful, which is um, specific to aspiring, expecting, and new parents. And the other one is, or other two, I've talked about the Insight Timer app, which I really like for um, meditation and the Calm app, which also has meditation and sleep stories. And Shine is another mental health app. So obviously at this point, I'm exploring and trying different things because this is like my fourth 
mental health app and all of them offer a little something different and what I like about the shine app is it's kind of set up to give you like a daily self-care ritual surrounding your mental health so you can set an intention for the week there's daily um, meditations and reminders and check-ins and one of my um, friends who uh, she was on one of my podcast episodes and I also work with her in a business capacity is Ashley Williams and something that she talks about and had a little freebie on in the past was self-care in the everyday. And that's something I've found just from my personal experience and also clinical experience as a holistic chiropractor is how much that self-care and holistic wellness is about the small things that you do on a daily basis basis that just add up over time. So I love that this app makes it really digestible and accessible and something simple that you can do on a daily basis that has a really big impact. So I just got started with this app, but so far I'm really loving it. And also y'all know I love something that is cute and just designed well. And I just think it's really cute and like pretty fun app too. So um, definitely check that out and I'll go ahead and tag the others as well in the show notes. But um, specifically, this is the one that I'm using right now since I'm talking about tools that I'm using right now during this um, season of transition. The last, so my fourth and final mental health tool that I'm loving right now is exercise. So that might sound really basic, but if you're anything like me, exercise has been kind of, I don't know, it's been kind of a hot mess. It's been kind of, I get it in when I can. I'm improvising because we've been at home. So um, between recovering from having Luca in 2019, beginning of 2020. And then of course the pandemic and not being able to go into the gym um, in the same way and everybody kind of shifting towards at-home workouts. Exercising has not been something that I've been doing on a pretty consistent, intentional basis, not in the way that I would have liked to be doing it until really the past couple months. And even though we're on a budget right now because of the move and everything going on I still decided to go ahead and invest money into taking classes again because really your health is such an investment and I knew that making that investment would have a bigger return um, in comparison to maybe putting that money elsewhere, spending it on myself. And I'm so glad I did because I can really tell not only the difference in how, you know, my body feels and getting stronger and getting my fitness level back, but also just mentally and what a stress relief it is, how nice it feels to be doing something normal and to be um, socializing with other people. It really has had a positive impact on my health and has become something that I look forward to. And I already knew that exercise had a positive impact on um, mental health, but I looked a little bit deeper into why exactly that is. So it turns out that, of course, the endorphins help to boost your mood, but also that socialization has a positive impact on um, your mental health. And they really haven't... um, like tagged down or like 
I don't know what word I'm looking for, but they really haven't gotten down to the root of why exactly um, exercise has that positive impact or if there is a certain type of programming or type of exercise that's better than the other um, when it comes to mental health. But it has been shown to boost your mood, boost your confidence, help with symptoms of anxiety and depression. So if you don't have a regular routine of movement or exercise right now and you really want to do something to boost your mental health exercise is a really great way to do that they have also found that physical activity even if it's not like structured exercise is also beneficial and also has really positive impacts on your mental health so if that just means like taking walks for you um, and getting some type of movement in dancing those things also have a positive impact on your mental health as well so if you're not in a place where you're ready to get out into the world or um, if you're not in a place physically where you're ready to pick up a full-blown exercise program, even that physical activity has a positive effect on your mental health. So that's a tool that you can use. Take a walk, get outside, turn on some music, have a dance party in your house. I know especially if you're a mom and you're trying to find time in your schedule, have a dance party at the house with your kids, turn on music and just, you know, let loose. So to run it back, my four favorite tools to support my mental health right now are number one, the therapy for black therapy for black girls podcast. Number two, my her therapy journal from her therapy space. Number three, the shine app that helps me set daily intentions or excuse me, weekly intentions and do daily meditations and mental health related check-ins. And number four, getting back to a regular exercise routine. So if these are not tools that you're using or familiar with, I hope you explore them and maybe find something that you find helpful as well. As always, I'll have links to everything in the show notes and also I'll have those journal prompts. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, don't forget that I will be taking a little break in July, but I'll be back next week with a new episode. So I'm going to get my life together and record everything like I need to so I can show up for you guys and keep podcasting and I'll keep y'all posted on my little sabbatical what the dates are looking like for that. Talk to y'all next week.